Joe Painter with you. This is What's the Story? Chris Winters is our guest today, and we're talking about a life of service, started in the military, went to politics, but it took a, a pretty sharp turn. Um, but maybe not. When you talk about all of your service, your, your resonating um, word is to people, to individuals, Chris. So what happened, because you are very, very engaged in the pediatric cancer fight. We, it's really weird how it happened. I, I, last May, I had a nurse friend from over at Reading Hospital say, hey, Chris, you need to like this page. This little girl's fighting cancer. Um, her mom, I think it was last May, beginning of last June. And I said, okay, you know, sure. I'll, you know, I'll send messages or, or whatever. And I got engaged, and it was Team Laney. It was uh, it was Laney Brown's uh, mom had started her Facebook page, and, and they were doing an incredible job keeping people informed, and they, and they kind of engaged you. And it was something I actually went on Facebook to watch as it went through. But – because of my political round, I kind of stayed back away other than offering words of support. You jump forward until December, and I remember the night like it was yesterday. Um, Jen posted the now famous comment that the time for Laney was coming to the end, and it was heart-wrenching. Um, I was sitting there with my daughter on my couch. We were watching a Christmas movie, one of the eight-year-old twins. We were watching a Christmas movie, and it popped up on my phone, and I read it, and I looked down, and Morgan was asleep on my on my lap, and I just started bawling like a baby. And I, I reached out to some folks with the Relay for Life who were gonna, who then announced that they were gonna try to do this caroling project, um, and said, "What can I do to help?" And that's how it started. It was me simply saying. What can I do? I can. I'll it's call. It's as simple some of my as that friends. for all of us, isn't it? Well, it should. What can be. I do to help? It should be. It should be everybody's. That should be everybody's thought process on a daily basis. Um, what can I do to help somebody else's life be better today? We, um, at that point when when Jen Brown made that announcement, uh, the media swooped, and you stepped in and put on your media intermediary hat and God. protected Jen and her family so gracefully. Uh, Jen was in here last week and shared her story and Lainey's story and the legacy of hope, and that was powerful. That's also posted on the People Chronicles. You helped. You protected her. And what's really funny, I did it because it was the right thing to do for that family, and and I did it because I saw a need, and I saw some some wonderful people, um, uh, Jason and Leah and Kim, uh, uh, Jason and Lisa Lineweber and Kim Sadie are, are, are some folks that... I saw what they were trying to do, and I saw them struggling. And But originally when I volunteered to help them, it was just to – Publicity? You know, no, it wasn't even that. I, I just wanted to be a volunteer to be oh. on, the si- on the street and say, okay, what could I do? And then it kind of rolled in from there. What did you learn about pediatric cancer in the process? Oh, my gosh. Well, do you have another hour? We have five minutes. Mm, no, I can't do it in five <laughs> minutes. I'll tell you what I learned. What I learned in the last nine months is that we are not doing enough that our children are still being treated with the same drugs that they treated my dear friend Brett Cooper when he back when I was six years old in the 1970s in Amity Township. Nothing's changed Nothing's in those changed. 40 years? No. We're still treating them the same, same drugs. We're, the advances are not happening. We made leaps and bounds in other types of cancer, 
but you know what? These are our kids, and and what are we doing with research for pediatric cancer? We're not doing enough. We're not. We're we have organizations that are doing some things, but we're not doing enough. We're we're talking like three percent. I heard that figure. Three percent of our funding goes to pediatric cancer. Yeah, that's and, it. And that's not even accurate because if you start breaking down the different organizations that are out there, it's even less, and it's ridiculous. But but the but the funny thing that drives me every day is tomorrow morning seven parents are going to wake up without their child. Due to cancer. Due to cancer. It's a sobering fact. 46 sets of parents and families are going to get the words your child has cancer today. How prevalent is it here in Berks County? Too prevalent. There's something, and, and I hate to sound like a conspiracy person, but there's something wrong. There's something wrong when you've got, when we're saying the national average is 46 countrywide, and in a matter of weeks, we had like, four and five and six kids diagnosed with cancer over a couple week span a few months ago. It was, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, how can you have that kind of number? Is it that elevated here or are we just more aware of it? Do we know the difference? I think we're more aware of it now than we were, but I, I have to believe based on some of the things I've been hearing is, is it it seems like it's elevated because if you remember, we had the Muhlenberg studies Mm -hmm. and we with the Mm -hmm. lead stuff out there we had lead water and lead water lead um, paint in the city of reading dumps you know the dumps we're saturated with the the radon yes the radon i mean you kind of start having to think wait a second is it environmental what's going on here but my my big driving force i guess with me on this as a whole is we have an obligation to our children these children they're not getting it because they smoke cigarettes they're not getting it because they've been eating, you know, junky food for 30 years of their life. These are children. These are preteens, toddlers, three-year-olds. My friend Sarah, her daughter Mackenzie right now is fighting it out in, out in, out in, in the center part of PA. I mean, how does a three-year-old get cancer? What does a three-year-old do to get cancer? The child doesn't do anything. And no. so the question is, what can we do and where where can we put our energy, our funding, and our resources to help that research advance? Well, my recommendation, and I've been obviously asked that question a lot because I am very vocal. And guess what? I'm not – I'm a po- unapologetic about my – It's the politician hat goes off mm-hmm. when I talk about children's cancer. Um, I'm not going to apologize for what I think. And what I think is is we're not doing enough and we need to do more. And all these families need our support. So you know what? You want to support a family? Then you contribute to local foundations like like Laney's Legacy of Hope. Or you go to uh, – tomorrow I'm going to McDonald's down in Douglasville because they're going to have a, an event for a little that. girl. Team Ariel. Uh, there's a young girl here in, in – I'm just trying to get the specifics of her in the city of Reading. Um, she's facing cancer, and, and they are in for a fight. Um, they need help. We've got great How do we find these local organizations? And you've mentioned Laney's Legacy. Laney's so Legacy of Hope. St. Baldrick's is another good group. But the best group locally as far as helping, mm-hmm. especially the kids that are going to Hershey, is the Four Diamonds Fund. Uh, I can, I've heard wonderful things uh, about the I Four Diamonds Fund. I can't speak enough good about the Four Diamonds Fund and the things they've done for my good friend Seth Woolridge and his family and, and Colton Buckley and, and you know Colton Denton Buckley yep. and the, the family. Yep. I mean, I can't speak enough about the Four Diamonds Fund. I, I think they're, the work they do, to me, they they are should be canonized and, and turned into saints, all of them. And it's an incredibly well-run, efficient 
organization. So you can sort through as uh, we can take our accountability. Correct. If we're going to donate money and do some research, it's, it's a quick Google search on the fund and you can see how money is allocated. Well, you can see where it's going and who's yep. getting getting what. And, you know, you're not seeing ridiculous huge salaries. You're seeing cancer research and more importantly you're seeing these families getting the support that they need whether that's in something simple as a gas card so they can get back and forth to the hospital because you know they had to take off work and they're not going to get paid for that jen talked about the importance of the simple things the simple things we don't think of right and that's what jen was focused on jen and that's why i love being part of it with jen so it's it's it was a, a destiny meeting, I do believe, because you've taken your talents and energy and poured it into pediatric cancer, which, again, is that life of service. And I have to thank you, Chris, for dedicating no, for your me. talents and energy I'm to trying. that life for all of us. You have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you so much.